0: Silence!
1: Oppenheimer!
0: I myself am... strange and unusual.
1: There's a nerf right
0: radio! Nerd alert! See, this is the stuff that brings nerds together. So it's sort of social, demented and sad, but social, right? If I'm interested in it, then by definition, it is nerdy. Are you a loser, Denial? My dad's a nerd. And welcome to episode 304 of Nerd Pride Radio. 304 304 is the number of titular dalmatians in all 3 of the Disney's theatrical of uh, all 3 of Disney's theatrically released dalmatian movies. Another fun fact? Yeah. None of them would have survived this
1: long, so they're all dead now. Oh, wait a minute. When was the
0: last one? It's early 2000s. Okay, dogs can live to 20. Don't... what 102 Dalmatians... Uh, it was in 2000. Oh, God, they're all probably dead by now. Dalmatians are... Yeah. No. 304 is the number of dead Dalmatians resulting from... <laughs> that is so sad. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Ask me how I'm doing today. Go on ask me. How you doing? I'm sad about the Dalmatians. <laughs> other than that, though, I am awesome. My name is Mike Jones. I am a Pathfinder slash d nerd, a history nerd, a sci-fi nerd, a comic book nerd, computer nerd, movie nerd, comedy nerd, science nerd, gaming nerd plus. There's like seven other kinds of nerd. I only wish I was nerdy enough to be. You are listening to Nerd Pride Radio, the place I go every week, usually with my partner Aiden here. Well, hello there. To haver on out about all the nerd stuff that just won't fit in our collective skull anymore. Our sponsor this week—we're we're, we're joined at the cranium, and it's hell on earth. Yeah, well, no, but I mean, like, not. Don't think this is some kind of you know birth defect, whatever. We chose to do right. That. Yeah, yeah. This this was an elective surgery. Right. Our sponsor this week is Deville Fur Ears, When you want only the finest and rare furs. Why? Why are all of our sponsors evil?
1: Name me the last hero you had with that had you know good slogan ears.
0: I guess. <sighs> all right. Uh, before we get into anything else. Updates! I mean, Link's slogan is just Yeah! You. <laughs> you guys remember when I said I had new forums last week? Alright, I still have new forums. And uh, uh, they are now brightly colored and uh, uh, active. I mean, you know, active means me and Kyle and Talvin, but come on guys, get in there. So there were, there were a good 20 or 30 of us before, so uh, let's round them up. Come on in. Uh, we'll get all of our stuff going again. We've still got... Uh, Turns out it
1: was just you and Kyle and all of Talvin's alt accounts.
0: Oh, yes. Apparently Talvin's just too lazy to recreate all of his old accounts. It's terrible. <laughs> so anyway, uh, nerdprideradio.com slash talk. That's where you need to be. So uh, go check it out. Uh, I'm still updating the, the forum styles a little bit and uh, trying to get things back on track, but it's looking good. So uh, we're getting there. And also the previous forums, the dead forums, are visible... So you can go in and get all the information off of them, uh, you just can't use them, so they they's broke. Uh, other than that, though, it's time for the meticulously applied portion of this podcast. This is the time for me and Aiden where we talk about all of the interesting things that we've stumbled across during the last week or so. If something tickles our nerd fancies during the course of this busy, busy week or two, uh, we will add it to our master list. The very best stuff off of that list gets spewed out all over you guys every week when we record.
1: You, you lucky dogs. dogs.
0: Uh, straight into that master list. Uh, we're gonna start off with a Nerd Culture Report. I thought this was bowling for weirdos. <laughs> no gonzo, but you are very, very close. Hey, speaking of Kitty Pride, which I know we weren't, but Aiden <laughs> was just every every time we go to Blank to wait for me to insert the music, uh, he just sings Weezers in the garage to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No matter what the music's actually supposed to be, and so uh, I actually just read an article today. Uh, comic book writer Chris Claremont um, was commenting on why people love Wolverine so much and why Cyclops is viewed as such a putz. And I mean, could you imagine if your your disability
1: from your superpowers is you can't look at things?
0: Now, hold on. Here's here's the thing, Chris Claremont. According to him, and Cl- Chris Claremont was the writer for the X Men back through some very formative years, uh, way back in the eighties. And I don't know, did he write into the nineties? I don't think so. But he was a, he was a writer on X Men for a long time. Uh, he created Kitty Pryde. Uh, he created Rogue. He um, was responsible for a bunch of story arcs uh, that were very the Dark Phoenix, for God's sake. Uh, and so his thoughts on on why people love Wolverine so much and Cyclops doesn't have nearly so much of a fan base. I mean, well, one, you know, Wolverine does have claws and he's all dark and emo and shit, so that's cool for him. But also, he he traces it back to the moment that Scott Summers, this is all going to be esoteric, but if you're familiar with the X-Men, when Scott Summers, he was married to Madeline Pryor. Right? Like, Finally, he had achieved closure over the death of Jean Grey. And He had found Madeline Pryor, who, by the way, looked exactly like Jean Grey, so that was really freaking creepy. But um, he found Madeline, married her, they were happy, they were having a child together, and then uh, Jean returns and he decides to leave his wife for Jean. So he he leaves his wife, who looks exactly like his dead lover, for... His reincarnated dead lover, who looks exactly like his current wife. Maybe it wasn't intentional. Maybe he just literally couldn't tell the difference. And the problem with that, according to Chris Claremont, is that it wasn't the right thing to do. Scott had, had gotten over Jean, even if she comes back, even if they brought her back for whatever reason. Yeah, maybe he's conflicted, but, you know, he's moved on. He's in a different phase of his life, and even if he has these feelings for Jean or whatever, uh... Scott was the kind of guy, is the kind of guy, who really should have, would have, said he's going to stay with his wife. He's going to stay with his wife and his kid, because that's what you do. That was, to, to Scott, that would be the right thing to do. And, and I agree with him, and I remember reading those, and I remember when he decided he was going to leave Madeline to go back to Jean. And I remember being really upset about that at the time. I mean, I thought the whole Madeline Pryor thing was weird to start with. I was never fond of the storyline the idea that he was just going to ditch her, ditch his his wife, that idea was weird. So yeah, he should have had the whole st- story arc of being a happy family man, getting to you know be a real father to his son, and uh, and it didn't happen. And in, in Claremont's eyes, and I agree with him. I'm Like yeah, I remember that moment, and I remember thinking how weird that was. But that's not that's not why we're here uh, in the nerd culture report. Uh, instead, we're here because. Uh, Aiden has to talk about something.
1: Yeah, so I watch a lot of YouTube. And I, I watch a lot of video game and physics stuff. And I was watching a YouTuber play a roller coaster tycoon game. And he built a crazy roller coaster, as you do. And uh in this game, once the ride has finished its like test run, you can see the g-forces involved. And according to the chart, the max vertical g-force was 729 g's. That's ludicrous. That is ludicrous. So I decided to take a look and do the math and the physics involved to see what that would do to a human being. Uh-huh. And the answer is, is you get compressed to a black hole. That seems about right. Your, you, your atoms cannot physically have that happen to them. I mean, I mean, black hole happens long
0: before seven hundred, right? So, um, have you ever read any of XKCD's "What If" yes. series? Yeah. Yeah. See, similar, similar kinds of musings of, well, yeah. what would happen if? And yeah, I've always been fascinated uh-huh. by those. I love that crap.
1: Or, buddy of mine, uh, his, uh, he sings, and his, uh, tuner app was claiming that he was singing at 7,219 decibels. Right? Which is, you know, 1 times 10 to the 53, the decibels of a nuclear explosion. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: yeah, it's something like, um, it's, it's loud. And also... Is, deci- is decibels a... Uh, logarithmic. Yeah, it's it's an exponential. Yep, yep, yep. So, okay. so, so it
1: is 1 times 10 to the 53 times as loud as a nuclear blast. And once again, would cause probably a galaxy-ending black hole. That's funny. Just because of the energy it would take to have behind that voice. Right,
0: that amount of energy all in one space. Right. Yeah, energy equals matter equals black hole at yep. that level.
1: All yeah. right. Because cool. once once you get up to, like, that mass of energy, you're just running it as mass at that point. Mm-hmm. And if you have that much mass concentrated in one place, well, it's a black hole. Or energy. Right.
0: Okay. Um, I, I mean,
1: if, if it doesn't turn into a black hole, then it's probably an explosion could you, that could annihilate. Fit,
0: could you fit all of that mass energy into a phone booth? Uh,
1: probably not. Because y- you gotta remember that this is... This is a nuclear bomb
0: times one followed by fifty three zeros. What if it was, what if it was a phone booth made of made out of neutronium? Actually, it's made out of a, uh, um, a combination of uh, of of neutronium and unobtainium. Is that then uh, you get a special metal called stupidium. Oh, tried so hard though. <laughs> okay, what if what if in the process of making it, you bombard it with tachyons. Would that help? Are you just listing off esoteric materials from? I'm just from tat- media. All right. In the Star Trek scripts, the writers would write the scripts, and then they would need a reason for them to be able to do this. Well, we, if I modify the sensors too, and then it would just say tech speak in the in the script, and then they'd hand it over to the technical guys, who would then come up with something that almost always. Involved tachyons. This is Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. And so tachyons was their miracle anything that you need to do. Well, you just bombard it with tachyons. Or if you could build a receptor for tachyons, which is impossible, by the way, because tachyons are impervious to normal <laughs> matter and energy. Um, but it doesn't matter. That's what they did. So that, that's what I was doing. Oof. Yeah.
1: But yeah. That's that that's about what I do in my free time is decide I love what, crap like that. what wouldn't and would cause a black hole. Now fun fact, what happens if Superman is flying at full speed when he punches you in the face?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, isn't full speed for him faster than light?
1: Right, but I can't calculate faster than light, so we're going to near relativistic speeds. Oh. Let's, let's say 99.99 the speed of light.
0: Okay. Oh, shit. God, he would be so bored, by the way. Because time would slow We're, down. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah um, read, read a good book. Yeah, exactly. Watch all of Mad
1: Men. <laughs>
0: on his phone
1: that he's holding so it can be in the same time space as him. Right, right, right.
0: Which... Man, he has a nice phone if he could download the entire series onto his phone right. before going to light speed. It's, it's, it's near, got a, near light speed. It's
1: got a Kryptonian microchip in it. <laughs> anyway, the answer is the force of the explosion causes your face to become relatively what the universe was like seconds after the Big Bang.
0: Nice. You know, quark, gluon, plasma, and all that. All right. Oh, oh, oh. I have something for your culture report. Oh, do you? Can I throw it in? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Uh... For those of you who are my Facebook friend, and that is many of you, uh, my brother, Kyle, who you've heard me mention before many times, uh, is doing the 12 Movies of Christmas. This is the, the movie club uh, that he does on a monthly basis. And so we've watched, you know, uh, we had to watch five crappy Nick Cage movies one month. Uh, they did all of the Tremors movies back before I started. We watched all of the... Uh, Indiana Jones movies one month, and so now, uh, you and usually he gives a number of movies, like, you know, four to seven movies, and you've got a week or so to watch them all, uh, but for Christmas, he's doing the 12 movies of Christmas, December 1st, he is going to put up the, the list of Christmas movies, he says some will be classics, some will be musical, some will be, um, uh, uh, some will be more modern, uh, at least a couple will be horror Christmas movies, So there's going to be a whole variety of Christmas movies in these 12. And then you get them December 1st, and then you have got all month long to watch them. And you can watch them in any order, although generally everyone watches them in the order of the list. uh, Just because that way you kind of keep up with discussions as it goes along. But it's a Facebook group. And at the end, if you watch all the movies, then you get a sticker. Uh, And uh, um, I can't tell you. I am... I was willing to keep watching Nick Cage movies after the second or third one. I was willing to keep watching Nick Cage movies because I wanted that damn sticker. So, uh, trust me, it's worth it. These are cool stickers. So, um, if you are interested, let me know and I will send you an invite to Kyle's 12 Movies of Christmas because we would love to have you. It's fun. It really is. All right, that's all I have. Uh, oh, wait. I've got
1: Dungeon Master's Guide I've got 12-sided die That's right, it's the gaming table. What? Oh yeah, surprise gaming table. Oh god
0: darn it. I was right this time with Weezers in the garage. Darn it? Okay, what do you got for gaming table? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Role-playing games, video games, board games, any games, if it fits on our gaming table. Oh, card games too? If it fits on our gaming table, then we are here to share it with you. Alright, go ahead. Alright, so...
1: I... don't know yet if I've made a mistake... ...in my D&D campaign. You have. Okay. Moving on. I don't know anything about it. No, um... So, I have spoken many times on the Pipe of Desperation. Yes. Yes. And in my campaign, at least one of them, there is an unspoken rule that if a creature comes out of the pipe... ...and its task is to attack enemy then it will continue to serve the wielder of the pipe until it dies. Mm-hmm. And so, we they were in a fight, and the person blows the pipe. Mm-hmm. And the pipe dictated, uh, it summons a medium creature that fights for the user of the pipe. Sure. Perfect. So I pull up my app, and I generate a random medium creature. And it rolls commoner. Mm-hmm. Now, usually what I would do is I would re-roll that because, what am I going to do? Summon a freaking commoner? What, what's what's he going to do? But no, I decided to roll with it. Uh-huh. And out yeah. came Dave the Farmer. Uh-huh. The most average man to ever exist. Perfect. And my entire... Party fell in love with Dave immediately. They always do, giving him weapons and
0: armor and learning his backstory. Okay, that okay. This was going to be my question, and I know some of your players <laughs> listen, so I don't know if you want me to 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 talk to you about this off mic or yeah, I'm... you you go for it. If if it if it goes into spoilers, I'll let you know. Okay, because what I guess what I'm is I was curious about his backstory because if you want to make this fun, I mean. I mean, it's already fun, right? but if Dave is uh, homesick, for example, (laughs) I mean, like you summoned a commoner and now it turns out he's a commoner from, you know, 1,100 miles away. No, he's actually a commoner from Earth. Oh. Are they ever going to go on a quest to take him back home? I mean, that's really up to them. Modern Earth? Uh,
1: 1996 Earth. Wow, that's weird. Well, because they wanted to know what time period he was from, so I just took a random stab in the dark and said that Clinton was just elected, so... Nice, but he's still a farmer. Yes. Okay. He showed up in a straw hat, overalls, and a pitchfork. Nice. Um... Does he have a family
0: he's left behind?
1: Uh He has uh, his brother, his brother's wife, and his brother's kids.
0: His wife is deceased. Oh. How convenient. He also has six Pepsis. Imagine how tragic it would be if he had a wife and kids that he couldn't get back to. Right. Oh my god. Well, travel to Earth is forbidden.
1: With, with, without, like, express direction from the I king for, i
0: forgot yours isn't a pure fantasy campaign Sorry right It's that. I forgot that sci- sci-fi right okay well cool see and that's actually um i mean how many npcs have i thrown at you guys that that all of a sudden you guys just can't get enough like literally most of the time all it takes is is weird npc who is a fair bit weaker than the party themselves yes my party is level five, and Dave is level one. Right. And if the NPC has a funny voice... Oh, my God. Yep, Dave, southern accent all the time. This is Dave. Hey.
1: <laughs> See? The minute you put a funny voice on him, you can't get enough. Like, one of my players is our cleric, and he went out to buy 300 gold worth of diamonds just in case Dave dies.
0: Oh. Yeah, God, like, the stupid freaking goblins, the space goblins. That you oh, guys, my God, the space goblins. Like, it's, they were really, they were just there to be a little bit of comic relief, and then they would help you in battle, and they would both die. That's all. But you guys insist on protecting them. I, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, so, anyway, um, God, that's brilliant. That's really brilliant. So you don't really have a problem at all. You just want to brag about your cool NPC. Well, I just... I might need to kill Dave <laughs> well no no you know what? I don't think you should ever kill Dave I mean yeah see my wink isn't really as impactful for you guys because it's radio and how all else
1: am I gonna motivate them to do anything?
0: <laughs> oh this works really well though <laughs> all right anyway uh, now now we have enough for something completely different that's right. It's time for something completely different. This is just stuff we don't have a category for yet. And uh, the, the show notes here say clowns and wolves. What the hell is that? All right. So I
1: woke up in a fit of inspiration at about 5 a.m. last night. Okay. And I realized that in the animal kingdom, things that are brightly colored are a warning sign because they're probably poisonous so it tells predators to stay away from them so i propose that clowns are rarely eaten by wild animals like bears and wolves because they recognize that that clown is probably poisonous
0: i I saw where that was going (laughs) that's great and you know what i bet the science backs that up
1: any biologists who listen to the podcast or, like, animal behavior scientists, please let me know what the clown-to-animal-death ratio is.
0: Yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Hell, I, I saw a dude eating a clown, and it made me sick. Yeah. See? I bet it tastes real funny. <laughs> oh, God, I can't believe I didn't come up with that one myself. I know that one. So, so I wonder if...
1: You know, if, if if you need to walk through heavy bear or wolf infested territory, if you just dress up like a clown and they won't bother you.
0: All right, it's worth trying. Hold on, no, no, I'm, I'm like I'm tempted to sit down and do some research to see if there's any ever been attacks of people, wild animals attacking people in clown suits. Um, Hold on, I'm just gonna Google bear eats clown. All right, yeah, go for it. Or lion eats clown. That would be another. Uh Because look, bears and lions and tigers uh, and clowns tend tend to be in close proximity on a regular basis, so that would make uh, sense.
1: Man uses scary clown Halloween decoration to deter bears from eating his trash.
0: Well, there you go. That's you can't argue with the news. Yeah, no, that's I, I'm completely on board with you. Yeah, all right. Sweet. All right, uh, you know what that sound means? Is it time for the pod? Pod. O-matic. Omatic! Hot dog. This is the Nerd Pride Radio Pod Omatic. At the end of every cast, we bring out R2 in this fully pimped out pod matic bubble, and he rolls up random topics for us to talk about. And where do these topics come from, you ask? Well, that is where you guys come in here's hey wrong about something, you send your question or topic to me by email or, better yet, in a private message on my brand new forums over at nerdprideradio.com slash talk. And I'll add it to my Podomatic list because Podomatic is about whatever you, you want, want it to, to be. be. What's that first number there?
1: Did I miss R2 and his fully pimped out Podomatic bubble? Yeah, you did. You were still busy
0: researching. Oh, barn well, oh, it. The number is uh, 44. 44. There we go.
1: It's fully pimped out Podomatic bubble.
0: There you go. 44 is from Lisa. Hey, hey Lisa. Lisa. All right. Lisa says, Name an insecurity that you have. Do
1: you I'm have your fat. list? <laughs> I'm fat, and I think people hate me a lot. Oh, I, 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 I fear that they find me annoying, and that my greatest fear is that I'm going to die soon. I'm not pretty enough. <laughs>
0: She was apparently just applying a uh, charcoal face mask, so she came running out with the black charcoal face mask obscuring her features. Uh, so anyway,
1: no, no <laughs> I had a whole dark bit planned, and now it's ruined. Oh, I, I was
0: I was gonna have this whole downward spiral. Are you and- in, are you insecure about not being funny enough? Oh no 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 no! As long as I'm funnier than you, I'm fine. Well, that's not a challenge. All right, uh, my own insecurities. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess... You know... Is, is it just a standard set of adult insecurities about worrying that you're not good enough for stuff? Worrying that... that I, I mean, I don't... I don't know. I'm, I'm fortunate in that I don't worry much about people not liking me. Because I actually truly believe that eh, most people I meet probably like me well enough. And if they don't, they're hiding it well, so... It's all functionally the same for me. A lot of my insecurities are better since I got that anxiety meds. Oh, yeah. God, I suppose so. Yeah, I've... Uh, Life-changing. Yeah. Um, I mean, all right, how about physical appearance? And he's, I mean, I'm fat. Okay, yeah, I'm fat. Uh, but, like, I'm not that fat, but it really shows in my face. He has had these, these puffy baby cheeks since the moment he was born. Like, like when he came out he had these big big swollen cheeks and they were made worse by the trauma of birth and my mother the first thing
1: she ever said to my face was what is wrong with my baby
0: what's wrong with those cheeks the nurse looked at him and said ow <laughs> so big cheeks <laughs> i didn't know that part no actually that was that was uh, they they actually said that when they measured jacob's head really jacob had a- Big freaking head. He has a big freaking head. Yeah, Jacob's got a big head. Um, so, um, appearance-wise for me, I have I have a brown tooth. No, it's not that noticeable, actually. I know, it's not to you. It is to me, but, um... Oh, yeah, I, I also have this weird snaggle tooth. Oh, so do I. So does your, uh, so does your grandpa on my side. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's just a weird tooth that's out of place on all of us. Um... But yeah, my brown tooth, it's a fake tooth. And it was the first fake tooth I ever got because of my cleft palate. So there's a real tooth underneath it, but they had to build it up uh, uh, to make it look like a real tooth. And over the years, probably like the years I was smoking in college, uh, I stained that tooth brown, and it's like it's just noticeably darker than all the others. And there's no bleaching a fake tooth. It makes all the other teeth whiter, but um, it doesn't do crap for this thing. So I've always been a little self-conscious about that one. But other than that... Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm a fifty-year-old dude. It's not like I'm supposed to look great. <laughs> I mean Yeah. You just had to wait till you were fifty. Just had to wait till I aged into this body. Perfect.
1: <laughs> so Don't worry, Mike, you'll grow into it. <laughs> Twenty-two.
0: Twenty-two. Oh. What well, if we get doubles one more time we have to go to jail. <laughs> Thank you. That, I knew I was looking for a joke there. I just didn't know what this one's from. DM Darks. Well, hey, hey DM Darks, you're or awesome. Pat. You so awesome. Uh, DM Darks says, oh, "Water fountain, drinking fountain, bubbler, or something else. What do you call? What's a? Oh, oh, is the, these are just names? Yes, it's a water fountain. It's a water fountain. Yeah, yeah, it's always been a water fountain. I don't. I mean, if someone says drinking fountain, I know what they mean, but it just sounds really uh, weird to me. his fetish awakener." Stop. And bubbler, I just, I never even knew bubbler was a term until I read, uh, like, something in the bathroom reader, an obscure I, I, fact about water fountains, and they talked about bubblers in this one city. I, and, I, I
1: believe it's, uh, I believe bubblers is an Australian
0: thing. I, no, 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 no. there is
1: a, a. A lot of Australian media I watch calls them bubblers. They might. Uh, but let me see
0: where bubbler. No. Oh, a, bu- a bubbler water pipe. Is it No, that's a bong. You Wait.
1: you literally look up bubbler and now you're on a list for drug dealing. Yeah, it's all it, it's
0: literally it's all bongs. It's all bongs. All right. Well, you know what? We'll have to do this research some other time cuz uh here, hold on. Hold Welcome on. to the weed cast. Bubbler water fountain. Water pipe? <laughs> yeah, water. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> I don't want your weed. <laughs> A drinking fountain. Oh God! Wikipedia has it as drinking fountain. Well, Wikipedia is wrong. Water fountain is an alternate name, as is bubbler. Weird. Uh, oh, where do they call water fountain a bubbler? There we go. Uh, only people from eastern Wisconsin and Rhode Island call it a bubbler, while everyone else in the rest of the country calls it drinking fountain or water fountain. There you go. Uh, eastern Wisconsin and Rhode Island, and Australia, which are not touching each other. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Uh. Oh, good. Okay, it's twenty. Twenty. Whew. Stay out of jail. Uh, this one is from Ronster. Well, oh, hey, Ron. Hello, Ron. Uh, what is the one question you will not answer on the Potomatics? Um, this one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, like, like we're gonna tell you it's a trap. I know it's a trap. What? Ugh.
1: Alright. Yeah, no. Um, uh, where the bodies is hidden is also probably one I'd probably
0: avoid. Um, but you, you happily answered where they'd least expect to find the bodies. Right. That,
1: cause now that's, that's they're going to check
0: have... that. Right. Uh, in general, uh, any question that asks me about sex life, I mean, I don't, I, uh, I will, um, happily make, uh, Jokes and sexual references. Because that's and stuff how like he that. sexes it up. Because that is how I sex it up. But uh, as far as my my actual personal life, yeah, uh, that's yeah. There's that's not, not being answered in, in all here. honesty. There is not a lot of questions that I won't answer. There's n- almost no questions he won't answer. Like I'm, I'm an can, open book. Tr- yeah, you can trick him. Just just ask ask any question and then he'll answer it and then he'll wonder if it was a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yep. So one hundred percent. Oh, three. Uh, that is three. It's from Kyle. Well, hey, Kyle. Kyle says, do you watch any police procedurals? Yes. Uh, I do not right now. What, what do you watch? Uh, whatever the uh,
1: cops equivalent is on YouTube.
0: Oh, so you're, yours, yours is actually uh policing reality show? Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. And then there's that. And then they also go through with... Uh, some of the court cases, and
0: some of the... He says, have you ever... Oh, God, yeah. I've seen plenty of... uh, I've seen almost everything up until the last couple seasons of Law & Order SVU. Oh, I also watch all of
1: SVU, uh, NCIS. (sighs) Yeah, I
0: saw saw a bunch of NCIS. um, I saw a bunch of CSI. Criminal Minds. Yeah, Criminal Minds. All right. Can you please... Can you explain the appeal of these? Isn't it just the exact same thing every time? The exact same formula? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. And uh, I can tell you that there is just a comfort in seeing the same familiar characters doing the same familiar thing, and you don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to it. Right. However, um, SVU became boring for me when I started paying attention and realized that I could almost always spot the killer the first time they were on screen. Like, Uh like literally, you know, the pattern. And so, you know that they're going to go down this false lead and that false lead. And then you're going to go back to somebody that you saw before and didn't suspect, or yeah, like there's just, there's only a few, there's only a few basic, uh, uh, plot outlines that they follow for law and order SBU. Right. And so, uh, but again, as background noise, it works great. But yeah, it's
1: not—it's yeah,
0: yeah. not a watching show. It's—it's—it's yeah, it's, it's a turn off your brain and do something else show, right? So it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. Uh, I'm with you that yeah. I don't get the appeal now. It's the
1: same way I use Futurama nowadays,
0: right? Because yeah, I've one.
1: I've seen Futurama back to front, what eleven times mm-hmm. now?
0: Yeah, it's just comfort TV at that point. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, no, I'm with you, though. They're not... Uh, and I can get why, especially especially if you work in the law, as you do. Uh-huh. I, I can't even imagine you enjoying that at all. But. 27. 27 is from Kyle again. Well, hey, Kyle again. Kyle says, sorry about that last question. Here's a better one. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, how's your effort to become a cheese snob coming along? Oof. Oh, I'm not. I'm never going to be a cheese snob. Uh, I I am a bit of a cheese nerd. Yes, I still love cheese uh, of all sorts. I know the differences between a bunch of cheeses. Although my 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 knowledge is far from encyclopedic. It is not. Uh, I don't consider myself an expert in any way. But
1: I am a dude that likes cheese. I have learned that I can't enjoy cheese as much as I would like to. Mm -hmm. I might be slightly lactose intolerant. Right? Because I get pretty bad stomach issues every time I eat enough cheese. Yeah, well, you're talking to Kyle about this,
0: who can't eat any cheese, so. Well, that's because he's a nerd. (laughs) Right, because his body is weak and should have been culled out by evolution. Um, (laughs) He follows up and says, have you ever had horseradish cheddar? Yes. Yes, I have. I don't like horseradish. I just can't... Everyone around me... Because your body is weak and should have been <laughs> weeded out by evolution. I can, I can eat it. I just don't like it. And and it's not... You the, don't like lettuce. Alright. Or pickles. Do you... Um, lettuce is okay. I can tolerate lettuce. Pickles I haven't gotten to yet. However, uh, this week, I think I had... Maybe five meals with meat in them for the whole week, and the rest of the time I was eating vegetable soups and uh, um, a uh, a bean based pasta and, and lentils. Oh god! I've, yes, I'm I'm not going to make lentils again for a while. Well, why was, not? It's too farty. But, um, but I've been eating a lot of vegetables. I, I had broccoli and cauliflower. I had uh, spinach and kale. I had uh, I've I've found ways to prepare them that I like, and uh-huh. so therefore, uh, it's going pretty well for me. Um, but oh, as far as uh, the horseradish, though, um, and I don't mean to get defensive. Boy, that was really that was really telling how defensive <laughs> I am about. I, I I eat vegetables just the last two weeks. Um, <laughs> I'm a wuss. Wow, that <laughs> sounded exactly like you. It really did. I do I do a perfect imitation of me. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> horseradish i don't know what it is about it i like i like heat yeah I like no, and, and i and i get not liking horseradish it
1: it was definitely acquired taste and i only acquired the taste thanks to thanks
0: to grandpa mm-hmm. uh then yancy or yancy I'm, I'm gonna talk about yancy's cheeses in just a minute that's why his name was. his butt name. cheeses Kyle then says, is that an amateur question about the horseradish? No. No. no not at all. No.
1: no. There is
0: no such thing as an amateur cheese question. Right. This is, no, these are great. Um, and what is your current favorite cheese? Uh, apple smoked Gouda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoked Gouda is still uh, pretty damn solid. I, Yant- a, I made a mac and cheese. Oh, wow. And added just
1: a, just just like a, da, 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 half a
0: a yeah, block of... Half a block of melted smoked Gouda. Nice. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The smoke flavor really works in that. Um, Yancey brought back some smoked Gouda from Wisconsin, from Amish. Oh, was, was, was,
1: was this a time where he brought back, like, five pounds of Gouda for no money
0: at all? Right, because apparently at the, the Amish uh, fair that he was at where they're all selling their cheeses... So he goes to this one place and yeah, they've got, they've got this smoked Gouda that's, you know, normally priced. It's not super expensive, but normally priced cheese. But then on the end, he's got these irregulars and you can get an irregular one pound block for almost nothing. I mean, it was, it was, I can't remember the exact price, but it was so ridiculously low. I'm like, I'm like, I would have sent you all of my money. He's like, no, I bought what they had. And he's, he's, I got them because, and it was so good. Oh, this cheese, it is, some of the best cheese mm-hmm. I've ever had. This Amish smoked Gouda from wherever he was in the Wisconsin Dells. I don't, I don't know the name of the place he went to. Um, uh, and then also just recently um, some goat milk cheddar that he mm. brought back. Some white goat milk cheddar that was to die for. It is a, a very sharp cheddar flavor, but it's a little bit crumbly. Uh, like a grainy texture like Parmesan, and it just comes apart really nicely, and oh, wow.
1: Welcome to so Nerd good. Pride Radio, where we somehow talk about cheese for 30 minutes. Oh my god, I love
0: cheese. All right, go ahead. Uh, that is 70. 70. And this is going to be our last one. All right, this one's from Ron. Because, and when I say that, I mean you don't have control of the button this time, so. Well, this one's from Ron. This one's from Ron. And Ron says... Battle of the Band's Deathmatch, Euro-Metal Edition. So, oh. Uh-oh. Well, we have a problem. <laughs> Dude, uh, man,
1: out of all of the music genres I know, Euro-Metal isn't one of them.
0: S- Sabaton. Oh, no, nope, nope, I do now. Okay. Versus
1: Volbeat. Uh, okay,
0: no, I know exactly who these are. Alright, these are Pokemon, right? No. Okay. Volbeat might be a Pokemon. Volbeat sounds very much like a Pokemon. I'm always positive. I'm that's also
1: the Shut name up. of a Pokemon. <laughs> Ow! I hit my knee. Good.
0: Sabaton.
1: Oh, Sabaton? You- uh, they are Swedish historical metal.
0: Okay. And so they they play metal just like they did back in the 18th century. They play metal about historical
1: battles. All right. And they rock socks. Nice. All right, that's cool. Uh And Volbeat, I have to refresh myself, is a Danish rock band, uh, and they play a fusion of rock and roll, heavy metal, and rockabilly. Oh, wow, that sounds awesome. Uh Yeah. Will you do me a favor? D- yes, also Volbeat is a Pokemon. Yay! That's great. <laughs> just a second, don't. But, you know, when it comes down between Sabaton and Volbeat, uh, with Sabaton having uh, Sparta and uh, the Bismarck, and uh, Volbeat having uh, Zen Headbutt at level 33, and Double Edge at level 47, I've got to hand it to Sabaton. I just, Volbeat cannot pull its weight in competitive Pokemon. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Okay, Cool. Good question. Alright. Hold on. Also, I haven't heard enough Volbeat to, to make an educated decision.
0: Okay. I was lying. Now this will be the real last one. I can't get 98. 98. Okay. Now we're done. 98 is from... It's from Lisa. Oh, hi, Lisa. Hi. Right, get this. end it where we started it. Uh, what is the last song that you added to Spotify? Or, uh, or YouTube Music, or right, whatever it is that right. you use. Uh, I believe it was a Gura song. mm
1: mm-hmm. uh, Yes, it is uh, Kiss from a Rose by Gargura. Okay. Uh, in fact, give, give me the last five. Uh, then Country Roads by Gargura. Oh, is it all going to be Gargura songs? Uh, Fly Me to the Moon by Gargura. Uh, and then Cursed Night" by Mori Calli- uh,
0: Calliope. Nice. Okay, uh, and now that you did your top five list, yeah. uh, that stalled long enough for me to get my phone turned on because it had died. It's not top five, it's most recent five. Most recent five, it, that's what I meant. So, uh, Spotify, my library, and liked songs. What do you got? Let me see. Oh, wow, it's
1: also All Gargura.
0: <laughs> Uh Skin and Bones by Cage the Elephant. Okay, not bad. Mama said, "Knock you out" by Billy Ray Cyrus. Really, really. I just, I'm sorry if you know, but by, by Billy Ray Cyrus. I had no idea it was by Billy Ray Cyrus when I first heard it, but it's a decent remake. I mean, if you know, Mama said, "Knock you out." Um, it's good. Oh, we did it by grandson. I freaking okay. love grandson. Yep. Nope. I, I can grandson understand that. Out. Kiss this by the Struts. I love the Struts. Okay. And then I hate how much I want you. Also by the Struts with. Uh, Phil Collin and Joe Elliott, and I don't see the uh, rest of the names there, so there my, you go. The,
1: the the five after my top five, which are more normal people things, is uh, Megalovania, but it's in 6-8 uh, time.
0: You don't have to redeem yourself. Your I, choices I like I, are your choices, dude. Uh,
1: and then it's Genie by Goblins from Mars. Uh, Danny, Don't You Know by Ninja Sex Party. And uh, Step by Vampire Weekend.
0: Okay, fine, fine. Retribution Blues by One Bad Son. Okay. Feed the Machine by Poor Man's Poison. That one's a weird one. Uh, the T by Danny Gonzalez. Guns- oh Oops. my god, that's so good. <laughs> I, lo- I-, I love the T. Look, go here- here- listen to the T by Danny Gonzalez. Here's the best part about the T. If you want, if you want to hear really cringe-inducing, outdated, uh- <laughs> like Zoomer Gen- lingo, yeah, Gen Z slang. This is it. J- Jacob said, apparently, Aiden sent it to me a while back, but I didn't focus on it. Um, but then Jacob, well, I didn't. I, at the time, I didn't pay attention. So, but now, uh, now that I've, we just did the segment on it, that's why he sent me the song. Um, I just wanted to give you due credit. But, uh, Jacob sends it to me, and I love this song. I uh-huh. love this song. The Gen Z slang is just horrifying and hysterical to me. But the best part about it is, uh, Yeah, Jacob laughs about it. I laugh about it. Yep, I I, laugh about it. I play it for Elijah and Noah, who are (laughs) actual Zoomers. And they get 30 seconds in, and it is so bad that they have to leave the room. They cannot stand listening (laughs) to it because it makes them it is so painful to them.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so I glad to be a zillennial where I can laugh with this kind of stuff. I could
0: I couldn't get either. I mean like I'm like no, where are you going? Come on. Come on. Come on. Just hear the whole song. He's like, "No. No, I have to go. I'm I'm leaving. Don't do this to me." And he left. It was really my, cool. My wig's been shipped, sis. <laughs> my wig's been shipped. It's sis. on its way to the Philippines. <laughs> UPS. Love
1: UPS.
0: That. Love that. Um All right, anyway. Uh that that's the most recent songs that we've added to our playlist. Yes. So now it's time for Glados to give us a recap of this week's episode. So close. So far. <laughs> no. See this this week you have no control over the button. <laughs> you did last week was was a disaster.
1: <laughs> Nobody enjoyed that. Everyone enjoyed that. Nobody enjoyed that. Everyone so enjoyed now, that. Now
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're interrupting. GLaDOS, we, we, are,
1: we are going to have a poll on Nerd Pride to, so you can let us know whether you enjoyed episode three hundred three.
0: The silly putty theory or not. Well, right, they, people probably enjoyed it. The question is, did they enjoy Aiden's control of the button, and should we allow him to use the button, be in charge of the button from now on? Right. Now, I will warn you, it's just me and Kyle and Talvin. Right, and I feel like you're going to be outvoted here. I, I, I think... I think Kyle will be on your side. I think Calvin will be on my side. I Calvin, don't think so. Calvin's always been a fan of shorter podcasts. I think Calvin likes like me enough. To him, to, oh, he likes you. But Calvin's ideal podcast, I think, is about forty minutes, mm-hmm. which we have never hit. Like maybe right. twice in in three hundred. And those were episodes. all fingertips. Yeah. So, uh, God, this cat is so needy. So, you know, wait. Don't put up a don't put up a poll until we have more people on the site. And then, like maybe you, you could have joined, and then, I could have, and then it would have been fifty fifty. But but that that would require me to, uh, you know. Oh my god, I can't believe you're doing this, Glados. But it,
1: it would require me to, you know, actually make an account. Stop. And to actually be active on a forum, and I just don't have time to. Are you trying to mute me? Remember when
0: the platform was sliding into the fire pit and I said goodbye, and you were like... No way.
1: And then I was all, we pretended we were going to murder you.
0: That was great. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Nerd Pride Radio. The opening and closing theme is Death Metal Disco by Ian Cronk as performed by Black Dove Underground. Uh, The bumper music this week was... Oh, well, I wrote down Jack and Shit because we didn't use any bumper music, but then someone snuck in... Uh, Weezer's in the garage so we could do a gaming table. So, uh, Weezer's in the garage. There you go. All the songs I use are available on a variety of music services. You should check them out, listen to them, buy them, enjoy them. I wouldn't put them in my podcast if I didn't love them. you want to help out Nerd Pride, subscribe to this podcast and whatever podcatcher you use. Write us a nice review or crappy review as long as you give us five stars. We need that for the algorithm. Algorithm. It rules. But, if you want to do something super nice for this podcast, you should be recommending it to your friends. Uh, even just one friend, but all your friends, or maybe all your friends is one friend. Either way, I'll be your friend. Uh, if you're enjoying this, you should spread the word and let other people enjoy it as well. Word of mouth is my bread and butter, people. Remember, always looking for you listeners to do my work for me. Don't forget to send me questions and topics for the Podomatic, uh, which I think Podomatic we're at. Um, I never notice how many Podomatic questions we have until we start running out. So right now we are at, oh, we just used up about seven of them. So we're at about 130. So we've got enough for maybe three more weeks before we start running out. so Send uh, in those questions, people. Yeah, so start getting us some questions. Uh, Or, let's see, uh, let me know if you want to be included on Listener Betrayal. And if you have a really interesting nerd fact about upcoming episode number, send it to me and save save me all of that grueling research. Or or for that little uh, uh, post-opening... Uh, Tag if you want to send me a sponsor for this podcast. What Nerd Pride Radio smells like. um, What else we have? Oh, where we're broadcasting from. That kind of stuff. Uh, Fictitious co-hosts. Send me any of those. I'll use them. I mean, what else am I going to do? Right? I do not count as a fictitious co-host. You actually, you do. No, you're right. You're right. Never mind. I was going to make a joke about you just being half a host, but but that would be unfair because uh, uh, without you, this podcast would be nothing. Seriously, what what little success I have is all due to you. <laughs> I I'm wouldn't say that. I mean, no, I'm saying I'm saying I would have I would have given up in despair ages ago.
1: I mean, you you laid you laid a groundwork, and I'm just playing off of your original ideas here. I mean, it's all you, baby.
0: Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> so anyway, um, my contact information: Mike at NerdPrideRadio at Nerd NerdPrideRadio on some social medias that I will never check. But to be con- completely honest. The ver- actually that's not true. Um, because now Facebook has set it up so that my any messages that go to the Nerd Pride Radio Facebook account will now automatically go to my Messenger directly. So it shows up in the Messenger app. So I actually see them, which was really good because that's how Pete was contacting me when the forums were down. Uh, so it was really nice to, uh, uh, really nice to be able to get those right away. I didn't even know that Facebook was doing that. So good on them, you know, for once. Alright, but, uh, to be totally honest, the very best way to talk to me, again, is to come sign up for my forums at nerdprideradiocom talk. Sign up, send me a message, we will hang out together, we will become best friends in the world. We'll have fun! And now it is time for listener betrayal. Before we start recording every podcast, uh, we usually try and remember to send out some questions (laughs) and we let everyone know that we're recording. Uh, Anything that they say can and will be read off at the end of the podcast, which is what we are doing right now. So uh, as usual, I will open up so that uh, Aiden can back clean up for me, and uh, <laughs> uh, well, oh yeah, my chats are still opening. I told you my phone died, so I'm waiting for everything to start back up. So, do you want to do just one of yours, or do you want to just stall until mine fixes I mean, itself? I've, I've got uh, like oh. 15 answers here. So, minute, what am I doing? I have no. I don't have. Ah, I forgot. I can get Messenger on the computer, but Messenger doesn't help me. There we go. There we go. When uh, when so many of these are actually uh, just SMS text messages. So, I think, yep, there's nothing there, nothing there, nothing there. So, I said, it's Nerd Pride time. Episode 304, to be exact. Aiden's here, too. So, ask me a question, and then ask Aiden one. Or vice versa. Or, you know, ignore me and talk about whatever you want. I appreciate you. And I got a reply back from Sarah Beth. Thank you, Sarah Beth, for replying. I know that you are still uh, uh, not feeling the best, so uh, I appreciate you taking the time. And she says, I appreciate you, too. Oh, Uh, Thank you, Sarah Beth. You're awesome. Um, Next is from, oh, it's from my son, Aiden. Well, hey, Aiden. All right. Aiden says, hey, Mike, what's your shoe size? Uh, Usually 12. I mean, it it can vary a little bit depending on the shoe, but 12. Pretty solid. Uh, And then, hey, Aiden, Aiden asks, what's Mike's shoe size? Uh, about 12, usually. All right. Nifty. No, I am not. <laughs> There's a very inappropriate picture that my son messaged to me yesterday, so it doesn't count for, for Listen <laughs> to Betrayal, but he apparently wants me to point out that it's uh, Peggy Hill from King of the Hill uh, in a very provocative pose. Uh, and the label on it is "Wet Ass Peggy," so <laughs> it is it is as disturbing as it sounds. So if you want to if you want to see it for yourself, I'm sure you can just Google the term "Wet Ass Peggy." Go ahead. All right. Next is Kaz. Kaz says, "Good afternoon, buddies. Hey, oh, hey. that's me and you." So, Mike, what comic book property would make the next blockbuster movie? Look, I just in the Marvel universe. I just want to see uh, Alpha Flight uh, treated um, treated seriously and, and uh, given the Avengers-style treatment. I mean, they don't, they don't have to have all the solo movies mixed in and all that, but I would love to see Alpha Flight. Uh, Aiden, what video game should be a movie?
1: What video game should be a movie? Um, something like, I, I, I want to see Duke Nukem. Maybe. I'm kidding. kidding, Uh, Something that could cause a controversy where some fans would like it and some fans would absolutely despise it. Something like a a, a new Doom featuring the Doom guy. Uh Uh-huh. Or any of the Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Look, a
0: Half-Life where Gordon talks the whole time. I don't
1: think you could make a Half-Life movie.
0: Well, because a Half-Life movie would ultimately just be um, a playthrough of the game, yeah, it, it, right. It's, it's it's a pretty standard. It's not open ended enough. It's a pretty standard uh, military action movie. adventure alien invasion style. An, movie. An Elder
1: Scrolls movie would do pretty okay, I think.
0: Okay, any of those? All right, good answer. Uh, Dave says, "So how you doing? I'm doing all right? Yeah, getting by pretty good." Mike, what's your favorite thing about Aiden? Aw, his cherubic smile. oh, His angelic hair. Look, your hair is just this, this, this like, 70s kind oh, yeah, yeah. of halo of feathered hair here is really cool. But, um, actually, look, uh, Aiden is uh, a very intelligent, funny, caring kind of guy, and I enjoy having him around, and I enjoy having him on the podcast. So I'm glad that even as he is an adult and has moved out of my house, uh, that we still get to spend time like this together. So mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Aiden, same question. Um, I like that I
1: have a drive to make people laugh. Yeah? I enjoy that I feel a need to make people laugh when they're feeling down. It makes me feel like I'm important and needed. Nice. Aiden, what's your favorite thing about Mike? I like that at a moment's notice, you are ready and willing to help people.
0: That's true. I don't like it but I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> your brother, your, oh my God, your brother literally uh, two days ago Which on his one? way out the door, Noah, on his way out the door, it's like he was just having one of these mornings. It's like, all right, dude, where's your glasses? Oh, crap. All right, hold on. He goes and gets his glasses. Where's your mask? Oh, crap. He goes and gets his mask. So said, do you have your computer? Yes, it's out in the car. All right, well, where's your coat? You're going to need Shut your up. coat.
1: Shut
0: up. Like five things on this list, Shh. and then, Shh. and then he gets it'll be okay. And Then he gets to school and he calls me and says, "Because he doesn't have
1: his computer,"
0: and says, "I forgot my computer." <laughs> like, and I blew up. I'm like, "What?" And then I felt bad for blowing up, but I'm like, "I I asked you, how do you? Oh my god!" But but now look. Him forgetting his computer, or Eli forgetting his computer, or them forgetting something. Or Aiden forgetting his computer when he was in high school. <laughs> right. This was such a commonplace sort of thing that, yeah, it got to the point where it's like, like yeah, you know what? Then find a way to live without it. It is your deal. But, but what if homework and I did it? I don't give a crap. You know what? You got to remember it. But uh, he hasn't done that so far this year. So, therefore, I was willing to go get it and, and take it up to him because... You know what? I've forgotten stuff and had to have people go back for me, all right? Uh-huh. Lisa has gotten to school and not had her computer once <laughs> this year already. Um, you know, things happen, and if you can help out, you help out. And so because this was a rarity this year, all right, I'll take him as computer. That's fine. Uh, but, yes, my initial reaction was to blow up and be very mean about it uh-huh. uh, and then, then realize that, ah, come on, it's not that big a deal. He tried. So All right, back to Dave's question. But I did. I just asked him oh my god and then he says mike same question um god i don't know i'm just awesome i love me what i think i'm great what a what an awesome coincidence
1: that at the beginning of the Potomatic, we get a question about our insecurities Uh uh-huh and now dave comes in with just getting us to love each other and love ourselves thank you dave yay both of you what's your favorite thanksgiving tradition Uh, after Thanksgiving dinner, I like to sit around with the family and we play board and card games Mm -hmm. and just have a good
0: time. Very much so. I would have said family time, but since that one's already, uh, already been taken, I will also add in that I enjoy the meal. I like because we do a bit where, you know, okay, we know we're going to have turkey, but other than that, everyone gets one. It's like, what dish do you want at this meal? And so we go around and we ask everybody. And I think the last, this year, like the last three years, I think the menu is pretty well set. Yeah. That that Noah picks melons of some sort. So it's like the, you know, watermelon and cantaloupe or something like that. Uh, Aiden picks the broccoli and cheese. Because it's so good. Jacob picks the mashed potatoes. Uh, Lisa picks the grape salad. I get green bean casserole. Uh, What does Eli want? Oh, Eli wants pumpkin pie and rolls. He always gets two. I don't know why. Um, and so, you know, we're going to wind up and we'll, we'll also actually um, I say we have a turkey. It's actually we have a turkey and a ham because at our grocery store every year, if I buy the ham, which is what I really want, the turkey's free. Really? Yeah. Yeah, if I go over and buy the $23 ham, then they will give me the 14 pound turkey for free. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow! Over at Ivy. Yeah. I Yeah. I just bought it this morning. Well, damn! I oh, know it's a great deal. So, um,
1: it, it, are we are we having Thanksgiving this Thursday? Then,
0: yes, we are okay. having Thanksgiving this Thursday, and we are not going anywhere. So right? We're that's... not we're not doing weekend Thanksgiving at Grandma's. Right? Mall, I, 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 I didn't expect it. to be right. Um, so, uh, anyway, I I just I like the meal. I like, and we all we don't make a yes. We have a lot. It's a big meal. But then leftovers last just a few days. Yeah, but, and, and the, the cooking is not, not as tough as it sounds. I mean, I take shortcuts on a lot of stuff uh, for the parts I help with. I mean, um... I mean, last year, he just door-dashed the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> so the... <laughs> I mean, like, the broccoli and cheese is a simple recipe that you just... You just throw all the ingredients in the crock pot and let it sit for a few hours while you do everything else. Um, it's stuff like that. Uh-huh. The, the pumpkin pie is store-bought. The, that kind of thing. Uh, but it winds up just being a fun meal, and, you know, we don't break out the fancy china for it or anything like that. We just, Do we have uh, fancy china? Yeah, it's up in that corner cabinet up at the top there. Mom's been talking about possibly getting rid of it, because we never use it. Right. Well, oh, so, you're not supposed to use china. Well, you are for fancy meals, but yeah, we're not that fancy. Uh-huh. So, oh, wait. You're still not done with automatic. That's right. I'm not done with automatic yet. Uh, let's see. Oh, Aiden. Aiden says, "No, that's oh, just that's me." That's yeah. All right, it's from Kyle. Oh God! Ah, oh, here we go. It's a lot of videos. Uh, question from Mike: Do you remember that time I played a racist plantation owner in Django Unchained? Yeah, I know. I remember that, and he's he sent us a gif of it um, where. Uh, see, I always thought that was Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. No, see, here's the thing: is that, but now that I look uh, at it, that's clearly Kyle's face in on the
1: there. scene where. uh where Kyle's character gets really angry and shatters the glass in his hand. (laughs) That is real. And if you look at Kyle's character, after he does it, you can actually see real blood dripping from his hand. That is
0: awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's an actual movie fact for you. All right. And now, uh, here's a question for Aiden. Do you remember that time I played Django in Django Unchained? I thought the blackface was a really... uh, Odd choice for you, Kyle, but yes, I do remember that. And here he is that's clearly Django and that's clearly Kyle's face. Wow. Guys, this reface app is awesome. I really I can't recommend it enough. I maybe I maybe it's just me and Kyle. I could do this all day. Oh my god. And for both of you, I'm a good dancer, right? Oh god, is this the the, the this is the Christopher Walken video. <laughs> It is. Wow. That's really effective.
1: What is this from? Um, Why is Christopher and dancing?
0: It's it's the Fatboy Slim video for... Uh, oh, jeez. The song is escaping me right now. I even have it on my Spotify list. So... Fatboy Slim weapon of choice there it is so the song is weapon of choice and uh and it's a great video cuz you know Christopher Walken's a song and dance man so anyway uh, yes i remember all of those times and yes you are a good dancer i'm sorry this is a this is an audio medium and you guys don't get to see those videos but yeah uh, great radio all right uh, this one says it's from jacob Jacob said, why, why do I want to learn how unsend works? All right. For both of you, what smell would the other person be? As in, what smell does Mike think embodies Aiden? And What smell does Aiden think embodies Mike? Not what you actually both smell like, but what smell would your essence become? You smell like if you were to take a
1: package of paper that you get in, like, the plastic. Uh-huh except they're all, like, character sheets, so you get that fresh ink smell when you open them.
0: Nice. All right, that's pretty good. Um, it also could be that you're currently drenched in ink, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say that you smell like vanilla on gunmetal. So, that would be the, the... That is a great band name. Oh my god, it is. You were know where they play, by the way? At gunpoint, they play at gunpoint. <laughs> Good question, Jacob. Um, like, like they play heavy metal power ballads <laughs> vanilla on gunmetal. Uh, all right, this one's from Talvin. Talvin says, Mike, which child is your favorite? And then he answers it for you. No, no, no. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> Mike, which child is your favorite? Right now? Um, boy, that is tough. It's kind of in transition right now. I mean, it's usually it's usually whichever one I get to spend the most time with, who isn't super annoying to me.
1: Wow, nice caveat.
0: Well, because like like you know, I get to spend lots of time with Noah, but <laughs> Noah really. Only only wants to talk about uh, obscure video games that I don't play. So mm-hmm. um, so that's less fun than, say, hanging out with you. Aw. Yeah, see, exactly. Um,
1: I-, I thought you were calling me annoying.
0: No, 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 <laughs> not in the least. Um, yeah, you know what? It's probably Aiden right now. I, I, you know, you've always been my favorite, baby. My, always. My, my favorite son is Dave. No. The question is, Aiden... Which is your favorite parent? Uh. Oh my god. Is that an asteroid about to collide with the Earth? I guess we have to call this off. I like Uncle Phil from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay. Never said that'd be one of mine. (laughs) Um. Uh, then, follow-up question, how awesome are DM Darks and Mrs. Darks? They are both so awesome. DM Darks is so awesome. And Sarah Beth is also really awesome. So, uh, they are a great couple, and I am so sorry I didn't get to hang out with all of you guys at Gen Con this year. So, uh, will we ever return to normal, speaking of a Miss Gen Con, will we ever return to normal as it was pre-pandemic? Well, yeah, Eventually. Uh, Eventually, we will return to some sort of new level of normal. Whatever we're doing right now is not normal. But eventually, we will have a new level of normal that will probably uh, involve uh, some redefined uh, uh, social contexts. Yes. So, uh, Mm -hmm. yes, we can go back to, to being more open and spending more time with each other, and people will celebrate that. But also... We've learned new ways of hanging out and new ways of being. And we've got a whole generation of kids, the post-Zoomers, as it were, uh, who are going to grow up uh, being completely neurotic about uh, being in crowded spaces and touching people. And, I mean, like, either they'll develop a fetish for it or they will be forever after afraid of, of situations that might spread germs. I, You know, mm-hmm. like, we've got we've got a lot of things to get used to as we move forward. So is that dark enough? But yes, there will be a new normal, and we'll all get used to it. Yes. Uh, next up, ooh, Emily. Emily says, hey, Emily. Hey, Emily. Emily says, how do you social distance with only one microphone? Oh, um, we don't. Our right,
1: right. We, we, we said at the beginning of the podcast, our skulls are surgically fused together. Exactly. Thank God the the angle
0: is right so our lips don't have to touch, because that would be really freaking I mean, they don't have to, but they can. (laughs) (laughs) Come here. Um, Although, having said that, this microphone is built with a setting, because this microphone picks up on all sides. Right, it's called the round table setting. Yeah, so it... We could set up, well, there's also an interview setting where it only picks up on directly in front and directly behind. Right, but we set it kind of a 90 degree angle from each other. Right, but we sit on the same corner of the table here. So, uh, we do not social distance well because of the fused heads thing. Right. So, uh, let's see. And that's it. That's Woo. all I got. So, All right. Um, we appreciate you guys showing up. Next been... up
1: is uh, uh-huh. my listener betrayal. Uh-huh. The Platinum List. I said, howdy, Platinum members. My dad and I are recording today. If you'd like us to say anything or have us read anything, now is your chance. We'll read anything you send us. Seriously, anything you type will be read off. This week's question, what are some low state conspiracy theories? Okay. I'm getting really good at my
0: side effects medicine read of that. Yes. I've noticed how fast I've been going in the closing credits of the show, and I'm, like, actively trying to slow myself <laughs> down, even though I don't know why. Uh, the first one comes to us from John. Hi, John. Well, hey,
1: John. Uh, he says birds aren't real; they're just government drones. Okay.
0: And I knew that because Aiden explained it to me right before we started recording. Yes. Uh, the next one I've seen. I've seen "birds aren't real" shirts uh, on online. They've been advertising "birds aren't real" jokes to me. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what that meant until Aiden explained. Oh, uh, the next
1: one comes to us from Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Uh, she says, "My husband always drives in in the direction so the sun is beating down on me or in my eyes." <laughs> Sounds like you need a new husband. I do that on purpose. <laughs> uh, the next three are from Kyle. Uh, Kyle says This is an okay question. Not your best, but alright. Here's the, here's the answer For decades, they made light bulbs out of materials so that they would burn out after six to ten months. But here's the deal at very little addition expense, they could have manufactured them to be good for five to seven years hmm Uh also, I'm secretly one of the world's top parkour runners, but I have no way to monetize it. Mm-hmm. That's Kyle. Why yeah. do you have the body of a 17 year old kid? God the the, the the just the mustache on this kid. <laughs> you see that when you do the,
0: the face app, uh, reface? He's just got like the biker stash. Yeah, so clearly clearly whoever this kid was had a had a heavy mustache anyway, and then you lay over Kyle's facial hair with it. And then he just has like this like porn stash. Oh, I have a really great one of uh, uh I put Kyle's face on Tom Selleck. And there's something about the angle of it that like it keeps twitching and oh, pulsing. No. It lo- it looks like Tom Selleck is so handsome he's actively rejecting Kyle's face. <laughs> So, uh, the next one comes to
1: us from Ryan. Uh, he says, birds are government drones. Yeah, we knew that already. Thanks, Ryan. Whatever, Ryan. God, be original. Jeez. Uh, (laughs) next one's from Mike. Hi, Mike. Well, hi, Mike. Uh, he says, I haven't had the chance to follow the money, but someone has set a switch on the post inside USB sockets. It senses which way you have have the plug. And switches it, so that you can't plug it in on the first try. Then it switches it again, so when you flip it, the plug over. And then here's the kicker. It doesn't switch when you go back the third time. So it always fits the way you had it the first time. That's in all caps. This technology could be used to make sure the USB plug fits, no matter which way you try them, but instead, they're using it to gaslight me! Who profits from this?!
0: They do. Every, <laughs> I originally heard this years ago. Someone said that all USB plugs are three-sided. Yes. So that you plug it in and it doesn't fit. So you flip it over, it still doesn't fit. So you flip it back to the way you had it the first time, and then it fits. Right. I love three-sided coins. I realized that the only way that that was possible is if someone had rigged it. No. With yeah, Look, I was putting together. Or all
1: USBs are non-Euclidean. Did you know that in World War II,
0: the, um, the, American, the Americans had developed bombs, uh, missiles to use on, uh, on their planes, and when they fired it, they actually installed radar into the tip of the missile so that the radar would then sense when you got close to an enemy plane you don't have to actually hit it. You just have to pass by it. And once you're close enough, then you blow up and the shockwave takes the enemy out. Hmm. All right. So, um, which the Japanese did not have that. And so, therefore, uh, the, the war was over a year before it was actually over. Like, it was very clear that the Japanese could not survive. Uh-huh. They could not keep this up because they were so out of class. But that uh, VT bomb technology that they use, the radar in it, that's the same technology that they use inside the USB plugs. In order to keep you from being able to get it in there the right way, when you go to plug it in, did you it's know the exact that, same technology?
1: You know that in World War II, America actually seriously thought about a plan to fly a plane over the Germans and drop a bunch of large condoms labeled "small" on them to. I have
0: heard that. to demoralize the German army. I have heard that. Um, <laughs> by the way. Uh, all of my uh, my current knowledge about the the uh, Pacific Front in World War II is because the fifth episode uh, of the latest uh, Hardcore History series just came out uh, this week. And uh, if you're not listening to Hardcore History, listen to Hardcore History. Okay, go ahead. Uh,
1: the next one comes just from Emily, and Hi, Emily. Emily says every DM lies about their
0: roles. That's not a conspiracy. That's just true. Yeah. What? Uh, what's the conspiracy that that? we hide things from you to make a better game for you? Right, we have got- oh, we've got how a, mean of us. We have to push the story in a way that doesn't immediately kill our players. Although sometimes killing your players is pretty good. Right. Although, you know, I don't think DM Darks has uh, ever fudged rolls for us, or at least if he has, it hasn't been very often. Or if it has been often, he's really, really good at it and we don't catch him because he rolls everything out in the open. Um, of course, we're also a little overpowered for because we have Eight people are. Oh, you you want to talk about overpowered?
1: That's that's one of the main things I do in my campaigns because I want my players to feel like to feel like they're really really powerful. So I give them all these cool abilities, boost their damage. Right. All I do is I just boost the enemy health because
0: they have the same health as a level five player. So how? Look, you want to talk about overpowered? Who can stand up to Dave the farmer? Nobody.
1: Nobody can stand up to Dave the farmer. Uh, the next one comes to us from Isaiah. Hello, and, Isaiah. And Isaiah says, sorry to bother you. What you doing right now? Hey, I Isaiah. You did meet Isaiah. Uh, I'm gonna just hit the voice to text real quick, just so, as I answer it on the podcast, I can answer it also via text. Uh, hey man, no, you're not bothering me right now. I'm recording a podcast. Uh, I can talk to you when I'm done recording it, though. There we go. All right, cool. All right nifty uh the next one comes to us from noah oh hi noah uh, noah says the world shrinks by 0.5 millimeters every 100 years i mean i can't dispute you on that
0: yeah i that is really low stakes though man (laughs) right you, you definitely you definitely went with the theme here yeah um that's really good uh i i think the earth is actually getting bigger I think, yeah, it, it, it collects space dust. I, yeah, I think we gather more space dust and asteroids and mm-hmm. other stuff. Uh, meteors, I guess. Meteorites. Whatever. I think more stuff burns Former up Former asteroids. Our, uh, I think more stuff burns up in our a- atmosphere and, ba- and falls to Earth than we lose uh, than we lose from accretion at the edges of the atmosphere out into space. Because we do lose the top of our atmosphere slowly. But Right, we also lose rocket ships. That's... <laughs> Yeah, well, most of them, well, not most, well, no, no, the majority of them have never returned. Right, we, we send them out. We, the unmanned stuff just keeps going.
1: Right, right. We, we have a sphere of space
0: garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, stuff that is in orbit around Earth, I would still count as being part of Earth. It's still ma- it still counts as as uh, part of our mass for, uh, um, well, although then that would also include the moon, too, wouldn't it? Huh. All right, anyway, uh, I'm talking out of my butt. What's next? Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Sweet! What a great episode this was. So uh, I appreciate you yep. being here. You guys are awesome. I appreciate
1: awesome. being here.
0: Uh, I really appreciate you guys all showing up, yep. uh, being a part of this podcast with us. I appreciate you guys contributing. Um, I really hope more of you show up to uh, the new forums at NerdprideRadio.com/slash/talk. I'm sorry to sound so desperate about it, but you know, um, it can't know. just be three people yelling in a row. It's actually kind of fun, but I need to. Is is the thread dead yet? I should no, no. Well, the first one died because Talvin Talvin tricked me. All right, and I was stupid enough to fall for it. Wait, 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 wait. Who 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 won
1: the last thread then? Because your last forums oh, died. Oh, the
0: last the thread from the last forums was Kyle. Okay, and then we started up a new one on the new forums, and like for two weeks it was just me and Talvin <laughs> every day. <laughs> We would each post in the thread. And finally, Talman said, dude, uh, this is getting old. It's just the two of us here. So as long as the forums are dead, I think, uh, I think I'm just going to take off for a while. Let me know when they're back. And so I didn't check in for a couple of days. And, of course, he snuck in there and won and kept posting. Because <laughs> he's a weasel. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> jerk so talvin won that one uh but now it's me and kyle and talvin and the new one is uh showing no signs of dying okay so uh anyway uh maybe i should send some personalized it's showing no signs guys. of
1: dying unlike thousands of americans every day oh god not
0: so true all right anyway uh yep. on that depressing note hey come around and see us hang out we'll be here next week uh say good night r2 favorite noise. Say goodnight, Aiden. Goodnight, everybody. See you next week, guys.